Folding Chair Theology. Um, this is Justin Mercier. We got Bruce Pagano here, and we're so excited to kick off this awesome podcast. This is Theology Made Easy for Everyone, and uh, Bruce, super excited to have you. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to be doing this. Yeah. Tell tell uh, us what is Folding Chair Theology? What's the yeah. concept? Um, so the the name kind of it's kind of double double meaning. Um, first it kind of plays on the idea of an armchair theologian. You know, there's that, um, which there's many of those right now. <laughs> yeah. Like armchair quarterback, armchair theologian. Um, but it's never like, like I've said, I'm an armchair, armchair theologian. And, and I was never really serious about it. Like I always mm. kind of said it tongue in cheek, um, the same way that you're a quarterback sitting in your chair in the living room and you're like, Oh, I'd do that play better. Yeah. Um, you want to be part of the team, but you're really not because you, you don't have the, credentials or skill or practice and you know whatever maybe and an armchair theologian theology is kind of the same thing like if you're an armchair theologian you like want to be part of the team Mm. but maybe you're not really a theologian um so it's kind of a pointing funny (laughs) tongue-in-cheek like i'm not an armchair theologian i'm a folding chair which i think is a step below (laughs) Um, but also the other part is that most of what i learned about god Mm. um about jesus about following jesus took place sitting on a folding chair in someone's home in a small group setting yeah um in a coffee shop in um in a home church uh and and not that um that sitting in church on sunday morning didn't teach me about following jesus um but more that i got to see the practical application of that really played out in discussion Mm. sitting on a folding chair rather than in lecture sitting in a pew seat yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So like uh, a listener doesn't have to go to seminary school to get some background on what the theology that we're talking about necessarily. Right. And and really theology is just the study of God, like yeah. the study of God and his word um, to know him and to know about him um, and to know him more deeply. And, and my hope for this, and I know yours is the same, yeah. is that we would um, make it accessible to people like people wouldn't have to like that they would get into their Bible, but they wouldn't be afraid to get in their Bible. And then, um, because they don't understand it or because it's Mm. so high, um, it wasn't high. It was written by uneducated people for the most part, inspired by God. And, um, and it is accessible. Like we have it at our fingertips and there's commentaries and there's podcasts and all sorts of stuff that you can listen to and read to help understand it better. And I just want to add to that conversation that says the Bible's not scary. Knowing God's not scary. Um, and it's not complicated. Like it's actually really simple. Yeah. Um, although it might be hard to do sometimes it's not yeah. complex. So, and that's really great because there are many people I believe that want to get into the word of God, but don't have that background or understand. And there's a lot of questions yeah. people have. And so this is a great opportunity to really take these big concepts and really break them down easy for an uneducated person to say, I know the Bible. Yeah. A new Christian, a Christian that's been around for a while. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. Now I, uh, I'm super excited. Obviously the first part of our podcast is going to be going through Bruce's book, three commands. Uh, first of all, let me tell you the feeling of this book alone is uh, great. So if that's an indication of what's inside the book, <laughs> Is going to be very awesome. So, um, why don't you just tell, just real briefly, um, what inspired you to write the book? Yeah. Um, so, 
primarily what inspired me to write the book is um, I've, I've been a part of church since I was 12. And growing up, I always had this desire to love God well and love my neighbor well, because that's often it's preached that Jesus said those are the two most important commands. And he did. That's biblical. That's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found myself for the better part of 20 years failing at it, Mm -hmm. um, consistently failing at it and then feeling bad and shameful about failing at it and then not having an answer for what Mm. it looked like to succeed at it. Yeah. And, and I couldn't find a lot of people outside of, um, you know, uh, I couldn't find a lot of people giving me answers for what it looked like to succeed outside of like, go to church, say your prayers, read your devos. Um, and then I came across this group of young adults, uh, when I was about 32, so 20 years in, um, that really were working hard at what they thought was following those two commands. Yeah. Um, but what I saw as, um, following Jesus's new command to love each other. They, they were really working hard at that. And and this is going to be probably a provocative statement and people are going to be like, ah! Um, <laughs> but that's but, great. <laughs> yeah, um, it, I don't think that working to obey the commands to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself um, will be the thing that unifies the church. Mm-hmm. And, and primarily I say that because it hasn't. Right. You know, like right. the, the Jewish people... Um, that was their commands. Like the Jews, that was their commands. And by the time Jesus hits the scene, they didn't do that well. Like Jesus comes and says, you've missed it. You've missed what the prophets were trying to tell you. Um, And then he pulls his disciples aside and he says, this new command I give you. And by new, in the Greek, he meant new, like it didn't exist before. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, he gives them this new command to love each other the way that he'd loved them. And I think that that's what unifies the church. That's what draws us together is that new command of the new covenant to love each other. And it's, it's in practicing that command that allows you to experience the greatest command in the second command fulfilled. Um, like you get to experience the fullness of those in a way that nobody else had up to that point mm-hmm. by obeying the command to love each other. And, and so I wanted to communicate that with more than the like six or eight people that I've been talking about it with for eight years, seven yeah. years. Um, and so that's my hope is not, not that we cast off those two other commands, yeah. um, but that we embrace the new command to experience him fulfilling those two other commands yeah and what an apropos time to to be talking about that because unification is something that we all definitely need now mm-hmm. um just with all of the cultural events that are going on and so uh very excited um about the next few weeks and and talking about this book um you know part of your background is being a, a licensed professional counselor mm-hmm. um being in the military i mean there are some mm-hmm. uh some really great uh, leadership and background with that how did those help you write the book? Um, I, Put you on the spot. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I think probably. Um, so so I'd went to seminary um, and got my degree in, in college min- or Christian ministry, and um, when I first started writing the book, I graduated in 2014. And I think I started writing the book while I was in seminary in probably right about 2013 mm-hmm. right before I graduated and 
the first few chapters were really heady. Like I had been writing just academic papers. And mm -hmm. so the first few chapters um, were really super academic. Yeah. Um, not easy. Like if we wouldn't have been, <laughs> we, we wouldn't have been talking about it on this podcast. Yeah. If I'd have left it that way. Yeah. And then what I realized, um, so I put it down for a few years. I was just really struggling with kind of the direction to take it and just some frustrations with church in general. Um, and so I put it down for a few years and then picked it back up a few years ago and reread those chapters and realized like, I, like I need to make this softer. Like I need to make this. And I think my time in counseling, like, so I just licensed as a counselor, just finished school. Um, but before that I was doing pastoral counseling for mm. in various forms, college ministry, men's ministry. Um, I was a campus pastor at one point and I was just doing um, pastoral counseling, not licensed, um, and just trying to like walk with people through their hurt and their brokenness. Mm -hmm. And it was that that made me realize like, man, people don't need to be smacked with the Bible um, as <laughs> much as they need to be like um, wrapped in it and, and, and brought mm -hmm. into it. Um, so being able to do that for a few years without writing um, that stuff. And I was writing other stuff at the time, blogging and articles and stuff. Um, probably my daughter being born mm. made me softer cause I had three sons before that. And it was just like, rub some dirt on it. Yeah, um, yeah. and then my daughter comes along and I'm like, it's okay, baby. You can stay here till you're 30. Like, you yeah, said. right. <laughs> um, and I love my boys. It just, you know, it was, it was how I grew up and, yeah. um, and then the leadership in the military and, um, my last few years in the military, uh, you know, 20 years in the military and my last like six and a half, seven um, I was in ministry and it ministry being with people of God and, and, and leading from a servant mindset really changed the way that I viewed the the military or leadership in general and mm. uh, impacted my leadership in the military. And, and some probably would have said not in a good way, just cause I was softer and I wasn't yelling at people <laughs> like I was, you know, 10 years before that. Um, but that all kind of just came and was just like, there's, there needs to be this softness. It's primarily why, like I really struggled with the cover um, and, uh, yeah. and like having pink on the cover <laughs> um, and not that I'm like ultra manly or like saying that it's not okay. But like, I wasn't sure what I wanted. And after my cover designer um, designed that and put the pink and the soft blues in there, I was just like that, like I had, I actually had a 17 year old girl say, this isn't intimidating. I would pick this up. And I was like, wow. that, that, that's what I that's want. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's soft, you know, so. Well, it, it looks great. Um, it feels great. I'm super excited to get into it. Um, tell us where can we get the book? What are, where are they available yeah. at? Everywhere. Uh, Everywhere. Barnes and Noble, uh, Books a Million, um, uh, on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Um, I have my own website, threecommandsbook.com, that you can go to and kind of click all those links and find it. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think you can even order it through walmart.com if you wanted to for some reason. Wanted to <laughs> order it at Walmart. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, three commands, Bruce Bugano. We're very, uh, I'm very excited to be yeah. go, you know, be able to go through this, and uh, very excited to get into it. Um, definitely be listening to our podcast over. The, we're going to be doing the next uh, eight eight yeah. weeks or so, and yeah, eight or it. nine weeks, and then through the summer, and yeah. then who knows after that? Like, I mean, I'm really excited about just kind of where the podcast will go, um, and the stuff that we're going to talk about. I mean, you you kind of yourself right now, you're 
walking through you've been studying oh, yeah. the bible for a few years now and, and yeah. you're walking through like book by book verse by verse yeah. um so you're a student of the bible yourself and, <laughs> and like and we've had some really great conversations about um just what things mean and why it was said that way and where it goes and what it was yeah. intended for and what it's connected to and i'm excited to have those conversations yeah you know and that was my my kind of my uh, motivation for that was i mean so many years through going to church and listening to uh, teachers and pastors and that sort of thing um you know you get this uh this mindset of what you think the bible is yeah. or what you think it says and uh and then you start going through it and you start realizing well there's a lot more depth into this yeah. book um, you know, and there's just so many examples where like, oh, wow, like that makes more sense. Now yeah. I'm diving into it. Whereas if, if I had not dove into the Bible a little bit more, um, I may still be believing some of those things yeah. that I thought were in the Bible that aren't or, or whatnot. And so, um, I'm very excited to kind of keep digging into it cause I'm, I'm digging into it myself now, but we'll be able to kind of discuss that together. And yeah. I'm very excited about that. Um, so yeah, well definitely, um, be tuning in to our podcast. Very excited. Um, oh, we didn't say it. when it, when it launches, we're looking oh, at when we we're yeah. looking at a. Um, when are we launching it? The first week in June. <laughs> that works. Um, and yeah. we are you asking me like you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> like we talk about. Yeah right. Um, well, I've think, never met you before. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Who are? Why are you in my house? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think the first week in June. I think we're going to launch on June fourth. Is our intention? Yes. Right. Yep. And um and then every week, yep. you know, 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. We'll see. Yeah. Um and uh every thursday yeah every thursday we'll be coming out with a podcast and it's going to be uh, really good it's gonna be hopefully you know like i said less than an hour so it's very condensed and we'll be going through the book this will actually be a great way for me to read a book this year i mean you know like <laughs> you know that's the greatest yeah. way is like hey I, you know even if uh even if you don't read the chapter hey we're gonna go through it and yeah. then you can just say that you read it you know like okay. <laughs> and 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 if you're gonna read any book this year be like justin and read my book there you, <laughs> you got it yeah all right cool we'll come up with some cool outro tagline yeah in the next couple of weeks no we're very excited and uh yeah bruce thank you again and um we'll be talking to you soon cool bye